Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. If you are ready to be a fly on the wall for some deep and delicious conversation, then you're in the right place. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds and empowering our black minds to go deeper, touching on topics that most people may not think to think about. And we do this with everyday real people who are just trying to make a difference in the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach and the Founder of the Black Mind Garden Community. I'm here to motivate, empower and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. Good afternoon. Good morning in some places still. Um, depends on where you're watching from. Good evening, even in some places. What are we talking about today? Well, um, last week we had a conversation with um, a fellow coach uh, talking about the strong black woman narrative and how that could be hurting us in some ways because um, it has us um, stifle ourselves, our expression. So today we're continuing the conversation of the strong black woman narrative, but from a different perspective. Um, Last week we were talking about how that strong black narrative and holding that strong black narrative can be damaging to us because of the fact that it stifles our expression. It stifles our uh, communication and it, it, you know, impacts us. It can impact, impact our mental health, but it also can impact us physically, you know, and a lot of times, that strong black narrative isolates us. Um, but I wanted to continue this along the lines of this because one of the things about, one of the characteristics that I see and I've experienced in being um, in line with that strong black woman narrative and the inside of that strong black narrative, uh, that woman narrative is this stoicness that we contain, right? And, um, there is this ability for us to not show emotion, but it's not just negative emotion. It's even the positive emotions, even it's, it's even the, the, uh, I wouldn't say the inability to, but not maybe not allowing us to experience our own joy because of that stoic nature. And so the question I have, and I'd love to hear from you guys that are already on. And if you, uh, by the way, if, so you're on and you think this conversation would be valuable to someone else, please, you know, tag other people in, bring other people into this conversation because I think it's important, right? So the question is, how often are we inside of this narrative of having to be the strong black woman? How often are we not allowing ourselves to experience our joy because we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop? Because 
um, there is that we feel we must maintain a certain stoicism. So we compress the the actual um, bandwidth of our emotions down into this very small um, or this very small width. Because if we feel too, we can't feel too sad or too angry or too fearful because we have to be strong. But then on the other end, we can't be, feel too much joy or feel too happy. And, and what are the reasons for that, right? There's several reasons for that. It could be that we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It could be because we are not set up in communities. We haven't set ourselves up in communities that will, um, that will empower our wins, Right. Because you know how it is. You know, if you grow up, whatever community you grow up in, if you are not if you're not set up to where um, when you do experience a win that people cheer from you rather than give you the side eye, then it, what it does is it causes you to minimize your wins, minimize your joy, minimize your happiness. Right. And so um, then what, you know, what what kind of communities are you set up in? that don't allow you to fully experience your wins and express those wins. And then the question then goes to, how is it that you find those communities, right? So as I'm, as I'm sharing about, what is it that keeps, that keeps you from feeling that full amount of joy, if anything, right? One of the things that... Um, I've been told, I've been, it's been shared with me by many women, the women that I've, I've coached, the women that I've done my uh, mind, the mind remapping work with, you know, the, are these internal conversations that have been installed from childhood that it's not proper to brag, right? It's not proper to, to brag. And, and so we get this conversation that from a very young age that we have to uh, suppress our joy. We have to suppress our wins. We have to um, minimize doing well, but yet we still have to work 10 times as hard to be looked at as equal, but then we can't celebrate those accomplishments, right? And when we do, it's looked at it like it looked at in a particular way. So that conversation gets installed inside of the unconscious at a very young age. And, and that in itself causes the, the, compression or the constriction of expression. And so it gets reinforced along the way when we get good grades or when we get, you know, when we get out in the world and we make that, we start our business or we get that promotion or we make that, that, that six figures, that first six figures in our business or sometimes seven figures in that business. And then the people in our, sometimes in our origin communities will then, we can't celebrate that because then there's a Oh, well, you think you're better than us now, right? And that's something inside of our communities that we need to reconcile. And what you must know is that that conversation has nothing to do with you. It only has to do with the internal conversations that the person who said that is dealing with unconsciously themselves, like their own insecurities about their ability to produce the same results. And the only reason that one cannot celebrate the win of another is because of the conversation, the unconscious conversation of inadequacy that they have with, with themselves. So that is one thing we have to really get clear about. As black women, 
who are highly accomplished are moving in that direction. Now, I'm also going to flip side it and say, if you've ever found yourself in a situation where someone is winning and you may not say it out loud, but you have the thought because let's face it, we're human. We may be guilty of it, right? We're all guilty. Might be side-eyeing someone else. What there is to do is not beat yourself up about it. What there is to do is to begin to explain, ex examine, well, well, why do I feel that way? What's behind that? What's really underneath that conversation, right? Is it that I want what that person has and I fear that I may not be able to get it, right? Yeah. And, and so we want to begin to then do the deep work ourselves if we're the ones doing the side eye, you know? And it may not be that we do it all the time, but we know you, there are people that we might side eye from time to time. I'm just going to be real with it, right? I've done it. I've done it, right? I ain't perfect. I'm not no angel, but I, I, but I will say that when I recognize it, I have to get inside that conversation. Like, well, why am I having that conversation? And then I can see, oh, there might be an unconscious fear that I'm having. That's right. Social construct, patriarchal, religious, all these unconscious constructs that have been installed at the, at the unconscious level. And so if it has to happen, if it has happened before, then what there is is to, to, to understand what's behind that conversation. And then you can remove that. You can say, okay, this is not the truth. I may fear that I'm not going to get this, this thing that this person has or that I may fear that I cannot produce results in the same way. Um, but then that's not the truth. If I really wanted to, I could. Right. So then that's 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 the way you approach it. If you're having that conversation yourself, if you've never had that conversation, well, great. Right. But if people are side eyeing you, then you, it gives you compassion to understand that it's not their conversation about your success is not about you. It's about whether or not they feel they can achieve it. Now, on the flip side, when you have those communities, there are many community, communities out there that will not only hold you to your word, hold you to that thing that you say that you want, hold you um, to celebrating your wins and push you to celebrating those wins. Uh, there are those communities who will, no matter where they are in life, they will always be your cheerleaders. Surround yourself with those people. Find that community. And it may not be your origin community. You have to be clear about that, right? Some, for some people, it's their origin community. For some people, it's an acquired community. And it is okay to have support from a, an acquired community and to create that space around you. Because let's, here's, let's be clear. Sometimes you do have to create that circumstance and create that community around you. And then you have to understand that as you grow, as you grow, there will be people who grow with you and there might be people that are not poised to do the kind of work that requires growing in the way that you're growing, right? So, you know, I've, I've, I've expanded the conversation, but I want to come back to, are we fully allowing ourselves to experience our joy? It comes back to that, right? Because at the end of the day, if you don't have the capacity or the community or the safe space that allows you to experience just as much happiness and joy as you may be aligning yourself with pain or fear or the negative, right? Then, then you want to start looking at, well, where is that community? Where does that community lie? Um, is it, 
you know, is there a mastermind group? Is there, yeah, I, I, y'all know Clubhouse. Most of y'all know Clubhouse, man. There are some amazing communities on Clubhouse. And, you know, by the way, if you want to connect with me there, it's at Dr. Maisha, same handle as I am on IG, right? But I think that that's been a place, you know, an unexpected place where people have found those communities that will pull, um, for them to express their wins, express their joy. But there's lots of others, you know, there's lots of online communities, lots of in-person communities, although we're not doing too much in person right now, we all know because <laughs> of COVID. But we wanna find and create those communities that will um, encourage us and, and allow us to express to our, the fullest range of our emotions, right? And then let's talk about waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? That's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism um, to constrict or to control the level to which we express ourselves, right? That waiting for the other shoe to drop. And, and if we wait long enough, something will happen that will verify that it's the other shoe. But in some cases, it's never enough. There's, there's never enough shoes that are going to drop that allow one to experience that full range of happiness and joy. So then you have to make the decision. You have to make the choice to allow yourself to celebrate your wins, your happiness, your joy, right? So how do you do that? What are the structures that you have in place? What are the structures that you can put in place? Um, for me, I, um, I have committed listeners. I have committed listeners and that I know are safe to call and say, girl, you know, I made this much money this this month or this year, or I signed this many clients this year, or uh, my son, you know, this is what we did together and this is what he did. And, he, you know, like just to be able to, whatever it is, whether it's a family, whether it's, you know, or I went on this date and it went really well, or my, or my partner, you know, this is what we did together and we had so much fun, whatever that is. But I have people in my life that I know that if I share that kind of happiness and joy with, that they're going to they're gonna cheer me on. They're gonna be like, that's amazing, that's great. You know, they're not gonna play devil's advocate. They're not gonna be like, yeah, but, right? These are, these are the kind of conversations that happen inside of the suppression of happiness expression or joy expression or wins. Yeah, but, right? Um, and, and so I've created that, those communities, those, list, those, those committed listeners. Um, I also exist inside of a lot of groups that always are asking to post your wins, even the smallest wins. Now, here's the other thing. Sometimes we diminish our wins because it occurs for us like the win is not big enough. And I think in that case, we are comparing ourselves to some, someone that, some place that we need to, we feel like we need to be. And the... The thing that we need to be doing is looking at all of the moves forward. You know, I was talking to a client and I, I've been coaching this client for quite some time now. And, um, and so we were talking on the phone and she was sharing with me these, these amazing results that she was producing, these really great wins in her business that she was producing. And then she says, and then she doesn't stop to acknowledge it. She says, but I need to do better. And so I had to stop the action. And say, listen, you forget that I remember the conversation of when we first got on the phone and where you were struggling here and struggling to find clarity and struggling to find your vision and struggling to find your, to, to know that you could do it at all. 
And now here you are only, you know, months later producing these amazing numbers in your business, you know? And so I think that we sometimes when we're so in the thick of, of it's got to get done or keep it moving, the keep it moving narrative. So that's a narrative we tend to have. We just got to keep it moving, right? We get so ingrained in that keep it moving narrative um, is that we, it, that we um, forget to put actual space in to celebrate those small wins, those tiny wins. And so um, I like this you have to leave to you have to leave space to celebrate the small as well as the big that's exactly right and sometimes you have to actually schedule it you know for me before we shut down for covid and i and i have to admit i realize that i'm having to create new structures in the face of this circumstance of celebrating my wins and of giving myself downtime right but before that, I would have specific structures in place that I would do just to celebrate um, my wins. But I might, you know, take my, have my, get myself a foot massage. I love foot massages. So give my, go to the Korean spa and get the, the foot massage, that my favorite foot massage, you know, a couple of times a month. Um, or do body work once a month, right? That was, that's, that's the thing that I love. Uh, plan my vacations, right, for me and plan them big and exotic because that was my celebration, my present to myself for having done such good, consistent hard work to produce the results that I produce in my life, both personally and professionally. So um, what we have to put those structures in place, sometimes even daily structures. You know, one of the structures that I put in place is a gratitude list, a daily gratitude list. And what that helps me to do when I write that gratitude list, and that's part of my morning ritual, um, it allows me to be able to see the accomplishment. And I'm very intentional about writing gratitude lists for accomplishment, writing gratitude lists for expected result, and writing gratitude lists for just the other general things that I notice that I call them um, high five God moments, right? So that could be a structure. But the thing is, you have to find the structure that works for you. What is the structure you connect to? And how often do you need to put that structure in place? Maybe a daily structure, a weekly structure, and then maybe like a monthly or quarterly structure to celebrate and recognize the things that you have done, the things that you have in place, and to celebrate um, the good things that are going on in your life, um, even amongst struggle, right? Uh, and when we can... When we can do that, we'll start to expand the capacity to experience the good things in our life and really take them in and keep our, and, 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 you know, life is life. So there'll be challenges, but when we can begin to expand our capacity to feel joy as well, then it really does produce a different kind of result in our life. You'd be surprised, right? So that's it. That's what I wanted to share. You know, I, 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 wanted, I just wanted to bring that as another inquiry inside of our um, inside of our community and the conversations that I bring, which is, you know, where are you waiting for the other shoe to drop? Where are you not allowing you to experience the fullness of your happiness and joy because of this strong black woman stoic nature or stoic narrative? And what structures can you put in place to be able to, what structures for support 
what structures for celebration, and what um, communities can you begin to look for, create and access that will give you that safe space to then express the fullness of your joy. Uh, of course, if you know that you have that, that constricted or constrained capacity to express and you're having trouble to expand that on your own and you feel like you need to do a little bit more deep work, you are welcome to reach out to me. Um, you can go to remapmymind.com or click the link in my bio and that will allow you to see how you can schedule breakthrough sessions with me or you can go directly to remapmymind.today that's remapmymind.today and that will take you straight to my calendar actually and so if you feel like you need to do the deeper work to be able to expand that capacity reach out to me all right and if you want to join me on clubhouse we have these kind of conversations all the time lots of conversations parenting conversations uh, mental health conversations black woman narrative conversations all kind of conversations then it's at dr maisha on the clubhouse so all right y'all have a wonderful rest of the day and a wonderful rest of the week namaste Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.